This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. I make it known that I do not trust nor depend on my limited human abilities, but I'm trusting in you, Spirit of God, to teach through me this word. Let it go forth. Penetrate the hearts of each and every believer. Father, I pray tonight that people will identify and be corrected by the word. I thank you, Father, that it will change them, Father. And that they will leave from here free in Jesus' name. And all those who agree, shout amen. amen. Praise God, family. So tonight we're continuing with this subject. Uh, we are celebrating in this month. Well, not celebrating, but I suppose we, this is our theme for the month of May. Is the month of freedom. You are free indeed and being free from things that oppress you, whatever it might be. And, and I want to talk about some things tonight that is perhaps very close to home in your heart. Very close to home. Maybe you're involved in it. Well, I think everybody uh, is this, this. Well, let me just get into it. Let me try not to try and explain it. Okay. So there's something at the door. The first scripture that I want to talk to you about is in Genesis 4 and verse 7. The Bible says this, you will, this is God speaking. God the Father is saying this. He says, you will be accepted if you do what is right. So there is evidently a right way and a wrong way. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. So we can see clearly here that God the Father is giving Cain and Abel, actually Cain, he's giving him this warning that sin is crouching at your door. Cain is about to commit a sin in its worst form by killing his brother. And God foresees this. God does not intervene because we have free will and so we can decide what we're going to do. That's the amazing thing. So tonight I want to talk about the fact that temptation comes to each and every person. Temptation comes to each and every person. You might say here today that Pastor Johnny, I've never been tempted in my life. Well, then you are unique because even Jesus was tempted. Every one of us have been tempted. For some it's this, and for others it's that. But let me, let me get into that. So first of all, what I want you to know is that temptation is experiencing desire. And sin is giving into desire. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. And this is really the foundation scripture for the whole teaching tonight. And it says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Now let's break down that scripture, and I want to highlight three areas in this portion of scripture. Let me first of all say, what are temptations? Temptations could be, for example, you've got a gambling temptation. Whenever you go past the one on bandit, you just want to hoi the coins in there. Your arm just goes automatically. <laughs> if you try, if you've given up smoking, I mean, every time you go past the shop and you see the, what, what's the latest cigarettes? I don't even know what, what is, what is that. But in any case, the cigarettes, okay? You see it there and you feel like, yeah, I, I've got to have that scape. 
temptation. Maybe it's drugs. Maybe you're tempted by drugs. Especially somebody who's trying to get off drugs are more and more tempted by that. It's like any, anything else in the world can happen to you that you're not tempted by. You're not tempted by. I mean, my temptation is sweets. Yesterday, I tell you, I cannot leave a packet of sweets alone. When I travel, there's like 20 packets of, of sweets in my, in my bag. And the first thing, while I'm unpacking my shirt, whatever, I'm just chowing away. So sweets, that's a temptation for me. Also, it could be the temptation wanting to be prettier. The body's got to look a certain way. The hair's got to fall in a certain way. We're so tempted because what will people think of us? So I've just got to be, I've got to be better than that one. I'm tempted the whole time to just improve my look and my feel, so to speak. The temptation to feel offended. I can't believe that. I'm just going to get. The temptation to feel offended. Sexual temptation. Abuse. People are tempted to abuse other people. They find it fun by, by making fun of people or abusing them verbally or physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, where they find themselves. The temptation of power to abuse your power. The temptation is great. When you're in a position of power, you can abuse power. If you don't have power, you can't abuse power. So when, you, when, you, when you're in a certain position in life where, where you've achieved something, you have a responsibility or the temptation for abuse of power is there. It could be things like, for example, you could take a slice, take a couple of papers and put it in your pocket. You can decide, let's do it this way and let me benefit from this thing. Abuse of power. The temptation is there. I've always said this, that integrity is to do something even when nobody's watching and do it right. Can you do it? Especially when nobody's watching. Will you do it right? And so that's what temptation could be. Troubles in life are not temptations. Oh, Pastor Johnny, I can't believe that one is talking about me. Oh, all the temptations. No, that's not temptations. Those are just troubles in life. So let me give you from that portion of scripture, secret number one about temptations. Temptations are not passive, but are active and seek to cease and overtake you. So let me read that scripture again for you. It says here, let me just go back in 1 Corinthians. No temptation has overtaken you, such as is common to man. No temptation has overtaken you, such as is common to man. Let me just stop there. So I want you to know, first of all, that temptations are in your past, they're in your present, and in your future. And the ones that have already overcome you is the temptations of the past. Are you with me, family? But there's also temptations in the present, and there will be temptations in your future. So the words, has overtaken you, focuses on your past experiences with temptation. But I love this portion of scripture here where it says, let me just go back. No temptation has overtaken you such as is common to man. No temptation. So temptation is seeking to overtake you all the time. Have you found yourself perhaps in a place where you're just going about your normal business, all of a sudden this temptation comes into your mind and you think, where did that come from? I haven't thought about something like that for months, years. Where did that come from all of a sudden? 
Because temptation is looking to overtake you. And the minute it, 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 it's like a car trying to pass you. It comes from behind and then it overtakes you. And that is what temptation wants to do. And the minute it overtakes you, it presents itself with an idea, with a thought. Something to tempt you to create a desire so that you can sin. Are you with me? You are not your temptations. But rather you experience temptation. I want to clearly tonight tell you that when you have temptations, that it is not a sin. Because Jesus was tempted in all things, yet without sin. Being tempted is not a sin. Giving into temptation, that is the sin aspect. Are you with me, family? Okay, so we, we're teaching tonight. We're going into the deeper side of the word so that you can be free because we are speaking about freedom. Amen. Temptations creeps up on you until they overtake you. So that's the purpose of a temptation is to come like a car from behind and to try and overtake you. And the minute it overtakes you and you desire it and you follow onto it and you give into it, that's only when it becomes a sin. So even if you're thinking something that is not pure, as long as you don't do it, but you can't just mull on it. Okay, let me just think about it for like two hours. Okay, laka, yes, laka, laka, laka. Okay, right. No, you've already conceived desire in there. I'm talking about when you're just doing, you're going about and say, whoop, all of a sudden, you sense a temptation in your life. You say, where did that come from? Recognize that the temptation is trying to overtake you. Temptations, this is not you, but temptation that's trying to overtake you. Temptations are not your friends. Temptations are not passive. Temptations are not neutral. Temptations are active all the time. Temptations are active trying to overtake you. They have a specific goal in mind to entice you to sin. So temptations, to summarize it, is seeking to overtake you. And you are not seeking, obviously, to tempt yourself. But temptation is. So that's number one. So um, uh, secret number one about temptations is temptations are not passive, but are active and seek to seize and overtake you. So if we understand that family, then we will not walk around with guilt in our hearts when something happens in our mind where all of a sudden something we start thinking about something or temptation comes and you feel I've got to pull that one arm bandit there or whatever the case. Say, where did it come from? I don't even gamble. Why am I thinking about that? I'm not a smoker. Why all of a sudden am I, am I desiring to smoke? Why, where did that come from? It's temptation trying to overtake you. Are you with me so far? Secret number one. Secret number two. Temptations are never unique just to you, but are common to everyone. Let me read the scripture again. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. Every temptation, listen to this now carefully. Secret number two. Every temptation that tries to overtake you, you know that temptation. So for example, you see, let me explain it this way. There are temptations that are stronger than others in your life. Are you with me, family? There are some temptations that are stronger 
in your life. You really have to battle and fight those and put them back, cast down that um, imagination. But some temptations are stronger in your life. Remember what I'm saying. Secret number two is that temptations are never unique, but to you, they are or they are common to everyone. So first of all, you might say, Pastor Johnny, there are some temptations that I experience that no one else experiences in that way. For example, let's say you've got a challenge with pornography. Or you've got a challenge with, with you, cannot, you, cannot, you cannot keep your money saved in your bank account. Whenever the pay comes, you've got to spend it. You go on a shopping spree and you just spend all the money and then you come home with all these packages and then what's the kids going to eat tonight? <laughs> and it's just uh, the, the temptation has overtaken you. But I want you to know that you might say, but I have, if, if this whole room full here of people, if I were to ask them, for example, do you have a similar temptation than what I have? And let's just say, for example, you say, yes, I do. When I look at people, I would not say that they have that temptation. I look at different people. I would not say they have that temptation. But some people control or manage their temptations better than others. And so they are not unique, but they are common to everyone. And the temptation that tries to overtake you is something, it's a temptation that you know about. Are you with me? Does it make sense so far? So no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. The temptations that wants to overtake you, they are common to you. They are known by you. You are aware of them. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what, is, what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So let me tell you these three things. Temptations is common to man. Temptation is common by man, or is known by man, sorry, is known by man. And temptation is crouching at the door. Three things. Temptation is common to man. Temptation is common to each and every person here. Temptation is known by man. And temptation is crouching at the door. It's very quiet now. Here's the good news. Your temptations are not unusual or stronger than anyone else's. Where you might feel, there's nobody going through it like I am. I want to assure you, everybody is going through that. But for some people, we have the self-control, the fruit of the Spirit, where we can control that, where other people perhaps cannot control that. Your temptations are not unique but just like everyone else's in the world. You can choose, however, to weaken your resolve by repeatedly choosing to sin in any given area. Look what it says in Hebrews 4 verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. I'm so glad to know that Jesus, the, the things that are tempting me, you know, just to go out there, I'm going you know, to buy that thing. I want to buy that thing. I've got to buy that thing. I've got to have it. I'm just tempted to go and get it. Yes, let me get it. How many of you bought something that you were tempted to buy, and when you buy it, you say, oh, you know, I shouldn't have bought it. I shouldn't have bought it. 
I should I'm not gonna go give it back. Ah, but now I bought it. Let me just not keep it, you know. Doesn't that not that great? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Okay, so there's all the shopping guys now. Okay, all right, okay, good. Look what it says in the message translation. We do not have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. It's talking about Jesus here. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him, get what he is so ready to give, take the mercy, accept the help. Amen, family? So the Lord knows what you are going through. He understands that there's a temptation that number one wants to overtake you. Secondly, it is common to you. You know it. You are aware of it. It is not uncommon to, to man. It's something that you are aware of. But the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in all things like us, but yet without sin. And the answer is really, uh, take the mercy, accept his help. And I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the way how you can control or how you cannot give in to temptation. Let me, let me rather put it that way. Don't step across the line. Secret number three. Temptations overtake you, but during the entire process, God remains faithful. Hmm. Remember, a temptation can overtake you as long as you do not give in to its desire and sin. Are you with me, family? So no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So first, your temptations, you experience temptations. Then you have to make a decision on what you're going to do with their temptations. And now God is in your life helping you through that temptation. So that you do not sin. So temptations seek to lure us to sin, but they are not sin itself. Let me say that again. Temptation seeks to lure us to sin, but they are not sin itself. I want you to know that if the battle is in the mind, if the temptation is in the mind, as long as the body, the flesh, does not give or participate in it, <laughs> Yes, I can just think of a hundred things that's going through somebody's mind, you know. If the battle is in the mind, it's a temptation. The minute the body, the flesh participates, it's no longer a temptation. Then it's a desire that's conceived into sin. Are you with me? So tonight, I want to help you to understand when temptation comes... This thing is trying to overtake you. This thing is trying to entice you. But this is common to man. This is not something new. This is something that even Jesus went through. The very thing that you're struggling with in the area of temptation. You see, there are certain temptations that keep on repeating itself with you all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And it is because there's something missing in your life. And I will deal with that. So temptation and sin are two related but independent ideas. Temptations are not sins. Temptations are not sinful. And temptations are not you. It is something that is trying to overtake you. Amen? But you must subdue it, the Bible says. So temptations are simply desires that seek to push you beyond the line God drew in the sand. You may walk up to this line, but you cannot go beyond it. 
That's why the word transgress means to go beyond an established standard. You cannot transgress. The minute you have temptations in the mind and your body participates and you transgress, you step over the line, then that desire, then that has, you conceive desire. And if you give into desire, that's when sin enters into your life. You see, many people struggle with temptations. Struggle with temptations. And then the condemnation comes because they feel, I can't believe I thought of that thing. I can't believe that I did that. I can't believe that I've just taken all the savings of our family and I've just wasted it on a dress or a hairdo or nails or a massage or something. Ah, these things tempt me. <laughs> Eve had the same challenge. In Genesis 3 verse 6, the Bible says this. And when the woman saw that the tree was good, suitable and pleasant. So in other words, she was tempted. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, that's very nice. Ooh, if I can take that, I, ooh, I'm tempted. And pleasant for food. And that it was delightful to look at. A lot of things look suitable to us. A lot of things look pleasant to us. A lot of things look delightful to us. And a tree to be desired, to be desired in order to make one wise. In other words, when the temptation comes and now it conceives desire or it turns into desire and then it turns into a sin. She took of the fruit. That's where the thing is. Her body now participated. She took of its fruit and ate and she gave also or some also to her husband and he ate. And we know that's where sin entered into. Was Eve wrong to, to think about that temptation? She was not. It's the minute that the devil says, will you really die? And that's when sin comes in. Surely you deserve it. You work so hard. Surely you can do this. Surely you can just, just do that one scripture. 1 John 1 verse 9. Father, I repent. I ask for forgiveness. And he will cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So I'm going to quickly sin. And then I'm going to pray 1 John 1 verse 9. How many of you know somebody like that? How many of you are sitting next to that person? No, I to <laughs> she didn't sin when she wrestled with the temptation, but only sinned when she willfully chose to embrace the temptation and when she took the forbidden fruit. She was tempted before there was a sin. So experiencing temptation is never a sin. In fact, you choose not to submit to your temptation. You are pleasing the Lord. So the minute the temptation comes in and you can say, yes, I, I'm, gonna, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to think about this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. The Bible says when you're in a temptation and you resist that temptation, you are pleasing the Lord. Isn't that amazing? I mean, in your mind, you want to try and reconcile this. How's it possible temptation and then I'm pleasing God? How's that possible? Because you, you, you're demonstrating a self-control in that environment. Look what it says in James 1 verse 12. Anyone who meets a testing challenge head on and manages it or manages to, to, to stick to it, or stick it out is mightily fortunate. Let me start again. Anyone who meets a testing challenge head on and manage to stick it out is mighty fortunate for such persons loyally in love with God. The reward is life 
and more life. Isn't that amazing? Here we see in the scripture here, anyone who meets a testing challenge is head on and manages, in other words, do not give into it, is loyally, is mightily fortunate and loyally in love with God. Because you realize I've got to be loyal to God. If I give into that, I'm committing a sin. I'm conceiving a desire. And the minute I give into that desire, you see, the minute you desire, it's difficult to stop. Then sin just enters in. And you can't repent 10 times a day. Yes, there is repentance. There's ongoing repentance. But this is willful sin <laughs> that you're committing. Are you with me, family? Is this too heavy? Are you guys with me? Is it okay? Are we okay with this? So while you were feeling temptation, you weren't displeasing God. So the struggle with temptation isn't a sin. The problem is when you give into temptation. James 1 verse 13, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. So I want you to know today, as, as you hear, as, as you're sitting here today, I want you to know three secrets about temptation that's maybe been hidden from you. Is that first of all, that temptation is not you. Temptation is trying to overtake you. Temptation is known by you. You are fully aware of the temptation that is happening in your life. You are known. It's known. You don't, you don't, you don't, uh, you, you don't just, uh, temptation doesn't come that's, that's completely, where did that come? I, I don't understand that. I'm not even into that kind of thing. How did that come? It's known to you. It's common to you. And you see, family, let me give you the resolve in this case, and uh, uh, is that, Somebody might say, yeah, Pastor Johnny, okay, so how do I deal with my temptation? And tonight, we're going to take authority over temptation. It will always come. But I want to help you that by the power of the blood, that you can have the resolve not to step over the line. You see, why does temptation come that is common to man? In other words, temptation comes because it is something that you have thought about in the past. It is something that you've perhaps even done in the past. It is something that you are doing right now. Here's the situation. If you fill your life with reading the word, instead of those girly magazines, you read this book. You will have no temptation. Or let me rather say, temptation will come, but there will be no desire to sin. So the step one is, how does God help me to, to cope with temptation? Fill the void in your life with the word of God. You see, people that are tempted consistently is because there's a lack of the word in your life. And, and I'm not correcting you tonight. I love you. But I want, to, I want to preach the truth. Amen. I don't want to just give you wishy-washy something. I want you when you leave here, something that you can use next week and say, yes, I know. I'm thinking about this thing. That thing is tempting me all the time. I'm, 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 I'm tempted about going back to drugs and into pornography and this thing and that thing and spending all our money. Whatever the case may be. I just want to be better. I want to look prettier than the next one or whatever the case may be. But you see, you've got to avoid perhaps. You're not free in an area in your life. And so that is the thing that's common in your life. The thing that's known to you, that's familiar to you. And that void, you need to be free so that you can fill yourself with the word of God. 
And as you every day, I, I want to encourage you. You might not be spending time with God. Now, Pastor John, I just don't have the time. But then you mustn't complain about the temptations. You see, if it was just temptation, the word of God says to us that Jesus was tempted. But we're talking about temptation that leads to desire, that leads to a sin. So step one, how, can I, how am I able to overcome that temptation? Fill the void in your life with a word. And maybe you're not spending time in the word. I want to encourage you, just spend five minutes. Just start with five minutes. Just take the Bible where you're at every morning. As you're drinking maybe your cup of coffee, just put it down there. Just read the word. Fill the void with the word of God. Lots of faith, big God. Little faith, who's your trust in? The second thing is, spend time in His presence every day. Just worship Him. Just pray. Father, I just thank you for this day. Just be grateful for what God has done in your life. Father, keep my thoughts stayed on you. Keep my thoughts stayed on you. Temptation may come. They try to overcome me. They are common, common to me. They're trying to lead me, lure me into sinning. But I know that you are faithful. I love what it says here. Temptation wants to overcome you. It is common to you. But God is faithful. Read the word. Spend time in his presence. Pray every day. Start where you're at. If you can spend five minutes in the word, five minutes in prayer, I want to encourage you, start there. But fill the void. You see, sometimes we are so tempted with so many things in our lives, family. And I want to see you free. Because if you're free, you can live the life that God has prepared for you. And then when temptation comes, you see that thing. I mean, it's like when driving your car, you see that guy coming from behind. So when you see temptation coming, you say, I know you're trying to overtake me, but I'm going to subdue you. And the only way that you can subdue temptation is to speak the word of God against it. When temptation comes for this thing, you say, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over that word, over that thought. I cast it down in Jesus' name. No temptation will come near me. Read the word. Pray every day. Spend time in his presence. The struggle with temptation is not that it's a sin. It's giving into temptation. So temptations are not passive, but they are active. Temptations are never unique to just you. Everybody has temptation. And temptation wants to overtake you. But during this entire process, God remains faithful. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is with you. And I hope that tonight it brings liberty to some people that are struggling in that area. I know each and every person here are perhaps struggling with something in your lives. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Close your eyes, raise your hands to heaven. I'm not going to call anyone forward. I think this is a private matter between you and God. Because I know everyone struggles with temptation. And you know what's the amazing thing is that some of the temptation makes you feel condemned. You feel condemned. You feel that you're worthless. You feel that you have no control. You feel that you're always giving into that temptation. 
But I want you to know tonight, temptations are not passive. They are active. They are trying to overtake you. Temptations are not you. It's not you. Temptations are not unique to you. Everyone has temptations. They're trying to overtake you. They're trying to commit a sin in your life. But if you take authority over that, because of the word of God inside of you, because of your quiet time, your prayer time with him, you see you're filling the void with the word of God and his presence. So when temptation comes, you can recognize it for what it is. And not give in. The more temptation comes, the more you need to spend time in the word. When temptation comes, go to the word. When temptation comes, go into in prayer. Commit to that. Remember, he is the way maker. He is the light in the darkness. When you feel like, I cannot, I cannot overcome this. Pastor Johnny, I just keep on, the temptation comes and I just give into that desire and I continue to sin all the time. Sometimes twice a day, 10 times a day, all the time. I just, I just cannot control it. Eyes are closed and hands are raised to heaven right now, wherever you are. Temptation wants to overtake you. Do not desire it. Do not conceive it. It's crouching at your door. It wants to consume you. But God in the middle of all of this is faithful. And he will make a way so that you can come out of that. And the way that you can come out is by spending time in his word. By spending time in prayer. In Jesus name. Father, I pray for your people tonight. I pray that they will be free. That no temptation will completely overtake them, Father. That it will not birth desire and lead to sin in their life. But as we see temptation, it comes to overtake us, Father. We do not conceive it. We do not desire it. I pray, Father, for freedom in their lives. I pray, Father, that you would, you would create time in their lives for them to spend time in the Word and spend time in prayer. And for those of us that are already spending time in prayer and time in the Word, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you strengthen us in the inner man. Because Jesus was tempted just like us, but yet without sin. We're not going to give in to that sin. And Father, we just praise you now and we worship you. Because you are the way maker. In Jesus' name, I give you all the praise, all the glory. Father, thank you. I commit my body. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. My thoughts is the temple of the Holy Spirit. My actions, I commit it all to you tonight. And when temptation comes, Father, I thank you that I have the strength, the authority which you have already given me to overcome in the name of Jesus, I give you all the praise, all the glory. In Jesus' name. Waymaker.
light in the darkness that is who you are Yes, you are free. Receive now that God is faithful, family, that He's working in you in your life. Even if temptation comes to overtake you, Desire will not conceive. You will not enter into sin. But you will stand strong because of the word inside of you. Your relationship with God. Doing what God desires. God is faithful in that situation and he will help you to get out through that situation. But you just got to worship him. You got to have a relationship with him. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you. Father, your word says in 1 John 1 verse 9, if we have sinned against you, and if we repent, you are faithful and just, and will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, tonight we repent for having thoughts that have gone beyond temptation, where desire is conceived into sin, Father, we pray. Father, make us whole. Heal us in that area. I pray, Father, that we will stand strong in our thought life. Wherever our feet takes us and our hands takes us, Father. In Jesus' name. We repent. We ask for forgiveness. Tonight. Your word says, Father, that you are faithful and just. And you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you now, Lord God, that we are free. We are free. Come on, you are free. You are free. No temptation will overtake you. No temptation will overtake you. Come on, let's just sing that chorus one more time. Thank you, Andy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Go work. Promise keep. Raise your head to heaven. Raise your hands to heaven. With clean hands, clean heart. Good God, good grace. We make. Praise God, praise God, thank you, Jesus. If you receive it tonight, if you believe that you're free, then come on, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Mighty shout of praise. Temptation will not overtake you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. 
If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 